0: Welcome to the conditional release program of the podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims, and con artists. We don't like these people on the shows. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction, and mock them mercilessly, take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes.
1: And I'm Joel Hill, and this week we are continuing the subset theme because I think they're very funny.
0: Yeah, funny and dangerous, and it is because they are very funny, but also a bit dangerous, but also due to a few arrests made by the AFP Mm. and a lot of feather ruffling happening in the sovereign citizen space.
1: Yes, it has been a pretty interesting week for a few people who think they're part of a parallel police force, which was a bizarre idea that probably should have stayed in the planning stage. And we'll flesh that out later in the deeper dive.
0: But for now, it's time to take a deep breath while we still can and rake the muck that formed the past seven days. What the fuck happened? It's an expensive question, but we're about to find out in the conditional release program's weekly news.
1: The news has been absolutely tinged with regret as COVID-19 has been tearing through the unvaccinated population across the world. Vocal Mm -hmm. opponents of the vaccine are dropping like flies. We yeah. saw reports of the 38-year-old Brazilian student who passed away due to COVID-19 infection and we saw anti-vaxxers call her a drug addict. Because yeah, she fucking-
0: actually sought saw- vaccination but just couldn't obtain it.
1: Ugh, that's so disappointing. And we mm. saw the death of the 27-year-old man, vaccine hesitant, recently married, who neither drank nor smoked and suddenly died from COVID complications. Mm. Anti-vaxxers saying he died of unrelated heart problems, of course, because it's following a trend these young people they're dying due to COVID complications and anti-vaxxers are doing their absolute fucking best to deny their validity and existence it's fucking disgusting Dave O'Neigs I think he said that the guy didn't exist I mean like fuck off mm, what's
0: it's, wrong it's, with these people
1: it's a losing battle though because as Delta starts to pick off the young and vaccine hesitant anti-vaxxers are absolutely having their metal tested How how far are you going to go with this mm. how fucking far 42-year-old John Ayres is the latest young, fit, and healthy statistic in the battle against COVID. His twin sister described him as the fittest and healthiest person I know, and that the only pre-existing health condition he had was the belief in his own immortality, which has got to be one of the most brutal pandemic quotes I've heard since the start. That's fucking brutal. While idiots on Facebook are putting these I trust my immune system banners on their profile pictures, which is great because you immediately know they're a fuckwit. There are people who are a thousand times fitter than these backwards idiots who are being taken in by this bastard of a spicy cough. So you've got these doctors who report that many people in the throes of death are still maintaining the vaccine is poison. It's all some hoax. COVID-19 is a hoax. Joe Biden. But even sadder are those that realize what's happening and realize that it was in fact preventable. Like Ayers was reported to have confessed to a doctor mm. that he wished he'd been vaccinated. By But by that point, it's just too, too late. late. It's just late over. By then. It's fucking over. And in Florida this week, Tiffany Devereaux lost her grandmother, her mother, and her 35-year-old fiance in the span of five days. Which is just an absolutely surreal sense of loss. It's hard to process. And once again, completely avoidable. That is the hardest part. Mm. All of them were unvaccinated by choice as they were afraid of getting vaccinated. So sad. Devereaux has spoken out saying the last wish of her mother and fiance were her to get vaccinated. Holy shit. That is just horrific. So now she's out publicly encouraging people to get vaccinated, but she's competing with these well-funded, slick campaigns, these loud voices like RFK Jr. and Del Bigtree, who insist that people must die to maintain their cult leader positions. I mean, they're just drowning with the ship. They're just shittest people we got ourselves another vocal anti-vaxxer this time from hillsong church who died at 30 fucking four that's younger than me this idiot go to death by tweeting if you're having email problems i feel bad for you son i've got 99 problems but a vax ain't one yeah you've got another problem now here's your hundredth you're dead that's your hundredth (laughs) problem okay cool so he claimed it's, he was an anti-vaxxer pro-information, which is what they all fucking right. say. Mm. But now he can't say anything because he's fucking dead. Yeah. It's a completely avoidable tragedy, yep. and it is a tragedy, regardless of the fact that he's a weird Hillsong hack. It is a tragedy, and this is someone who hasn't even gone halfway through life. He's halfway through the good bit. It
0: is uh, yeah, exactly right, very young. And, and it is a blunt uh, end to the argument, isn't it?
1: You know? It is. You know, It's fucking awful. I mean, like, you know, we're sort of making light of it because it's one of those things where, ha-ha, anti-vaxxers, you idiots. But at the same time, like, I don't in any way, shape or form relish in the deaths of our political enemies. I mean, this is just awful. So Brian Houston, the founder of Hillsong Church, distanced himself from these beliefs, claiming they encourage vaccine use in the church. And at this point, to be honest, Houston has bigger fish to fry, which gonna me covering later in the, in the news. Yeah. So You've got these idiots who will kick and scream and claim that ivermectin, otherwise known as sheep drench, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, colloidal silver, whatever fucking turmeric shakes would have saved them. But it's all <laughs> complete horseshit. The virus is killing off the vaccine hesitant and anti-vaxxers have blood on their hands because they're the reason these people are hesitant. Yep. People the like Roger Stone, definitely, mm. Steve Bannon, Tucker Carlson, all you fuckheads on the far right in the US, and then you've got dickheads like RFK, Del Bigtree, Sasha Stone, Joe McCullough, You hippie wellness fucks who make money off supplements. You are the fucking problem. And while the vaccine is not perfect by any means, almost all COVID deaths, they're saying 98 to 99% in the US are from people who are unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. People who have easy and ready access to the vaccine are choosing not to due to these fuckheads convincing them not to, this political posturing, and also, let's face it, not from Brian Houston, apparently, but terrible advice from faith leaders. People believe in their church, and their church believes in Steve Bannon. I mean, that's just disgusting. So, the lesser known in the unvaccinated category are those who are not given the chance to take time off after vaccination. These are people who are juggling unforgiving minimum wage jobs, yes. family responsibilities, and some people just don't have the time. And there must be measures put in place to give everyone the chance to be vaccinated if they want it because this virus is just not fucking around. We're at the point where this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, so just go and get your fucking jab.
0: And uh, as Joe mentioned, the Ivermectin craze is sweeping the world driven by pooled lunatics like Craig Kelly. And let's start with the usual caveat that there is no clinical support or evidence for the use of ivermectin as a treatment or preventative for COVID-19. But in these weird times, that does not seem to matter. And now in the US, the vaccine-hesitant and anti-vaxxers are turning to veterinary drugs laced with ivermectin (laughs) to ward off the virus. You know, the docs won't give them a script, Mm -hmm. so they're buying veterinary medicine. And this has led to a large number of poisonings in the US. The Daily Beast reported on Sunday... Uh, from an unnamed sex and uh, poison specialist that the use of ivermectin designed for dogs, horses, etc were running off the shelves and going into human digestive systems with no evidence of any efficacy and causing those who take it to front hospitals for poisonings by ivermectin. <clears throat> Most overdoses, said the poison specialist, will be mild and simply result in some gastrointestinal distress and maybe some drowsiness, but severe overdose can cause significant neurological toxicity. The irony is, he said, in a severe ivermectin overdose, which is rare, you really have to be slamming this stuff to achieve that, yeah. patients will end up needing to be intubated Oof. to protect their airway. Meanwhile, That's... a lot of them are taking the ivermectin to allegedly treat their COVID to avoid being intubated and uh... placed on a ventilator. And there's, yeah. there's an irony for you. Yeah. So if yeah. you take ivermectin in order to avoid being shuffled off to ICU and placed on a ventilator. Uh insufficient doses, you'll be shuffled off onto a ventilator because you've yes. wrecked your body with ivermectin. A, a new report him. known as the Cochrane Report published on July 28 tells us everything we need to know, and it is something Kelly and his fellow disciples of ivermectin need to read, and I'll quote from a part of it. Uh, Based on the current very low-to-low-certainty evidence, we are uncertain about the efficacy and safety of ivermectin used to treat or prevent COVID-19. The completed studies are small and few are considered high quality. Overall, the reliable, available evidence does not support the use of ivermectin for treatment or prevention of COVID-19 outside of well-designed, randomised trials. You hear that, Craig? And speaking of morons. Oh yes. The Tokyo Olympics crossed over with a Donald Trump rally Saturday night as the former president encouraged a hyped-up Phoenix crowd to boo the U.S. women's soccer team. What this a, is a fucking a, idiot! I know we shouldn't be surprised these days, but this is a, <laughs> a a former president of the United States exhorting a crowd to boo an American sports team. It's just uh, wokeism makes you lose, Trump said to the rally. Uh, the US women's soccer team is a very good example of what's going on, he said, shaking his head with a smirk as the crowd booed loudly. Earlier this week, the unexpected loss to Sweden, 3 to nothing, and Americans were happy about that, he said, a line that drew laughs and cheers. Uh, if our soccer team, the Trumpster went on, headed by a radical group of leftist maniacs, Wasn't woke, they could have won the gold medal instead of the bronze. Woke means you lose. Everything that is woke goes bad, and our soccer team certainly has. Amazing. Trump, who lost last year's election, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: just casually. <laughs> uh,
0: he he, he uh, issued this, woke means you lose. Everything that is woke goes bad, and our soccer team certainly has. He issued that by email, poor darling. Oh, good. He just yep. doesn't have social media no. connections anymore. He's just going to hammer hammer things out <laughs> to, who, to whom it may concern yeah, on, his, yeah, exactly. uh, on his email list. Very Trump rude. reserved most of his vitriol to what he described as the purple-headed woman, yes. Megan Rapunzel. Uh, Reppenhoe, who he claimed played terribly. She kicked uh, two goals of the, of the yeah, U.S. Wow. <laughs> three, which saw them win the bronze. The Donald also had a go at the U, a U.S. men's basketball team because he hates the NBA uh, because they took a knee as, as part of the BLM protests. Yep. Um, but uh, he's gone quiet on that because they won gold on Saturday yep. night beating France and all other comers. Yep. Uh, I guess we shouldn't be surprised as I say about anything Trump says or does, but it is still so strange to hear a former U.S. president <laughs> speak, an actual American team. Uh. Uh, competing internationally on a stage like the Olympics, and and their only sin, of course, is that they've been critical of him,
1: which is a mortal sin, of course.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. What a you know he just doesn't forget, does he? You know he no. he must have this little notebook.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: it proves what a petty, desultory little figure he is. Yeah. What yep. could you possibly tell us about winning anyway, you fucking bloated KFC fucking bucket on legs? <laughs> you just lost the unlosable presidential election <laughs> and unlike athletes everywhere, you didn't shake hands, you didn't wish your opponent well. Instead, you started a great lie and were two steps away from organising a fucking coup d'etat. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and finally in our news, the founder of the Pentecostal megachurch, church song Brian Houston, has been charged with concealing child sex abuse. Yep mentioned a little bit earlier in the program. Sources close to the investigation have revealed Mr Houston, 67, is accused of failing to report the historic alleged abuse of a young male by his late father, Frank Houston. With Brian, we have to say that he's entitled to the presumption of innocence, as we all are, with, with any, anyone who's before the uh, before the criminal courts. Yep. But I just wanted to mention this. Of course, we've all heard this news, and it is big news, of course, and, and Brian will face a trial over this. Good. Uh, I, I recall the... Uh, Royal Commission, uh, their case study into uh, the Australian Council of Churches, which is the umbrella group for the Pentecostal churches in Australia. Um, uh, Hillsong were members of it. They are. They, they stepped out of it a couple of years ago, but at the time they were. And uh, so this case study examined a number of Pentecostal churches, including uh, including Hillsong. And one thing that really struck me about that at the time was Hillsong had heavily lawyered up, which they're entitled to do, but they've gone, gone into the Royal Commission and where the victim has taken the box. The line of questioning, the line of cross-examination that this fellow uh, suffered was really, really aggressive. Uh, it actually made, you could tell, the commissioners present most uncomfortable when they made comments through. Uh, if you find the transcripts, you'll see uh, uh, how uneasy they were at, this very aggressive line of questioning, and uh, and it, everyone else felt really uneasy about it too, because we were thinking, because these were early days of the Royal Commission into yeah. institutional responses to child sexual abuse. We were thinking, oh, this is going to be the way things are, go- are going for all victims. They'll be, uh, they'll get into the box, uh, the uh, council representing the institution in question, and, and let's be honest, there are a lot of lot more. Um, Guilty institutions than Hillsong, uh, that they'd all be lawyered up and they'd all, uh, and their counsel, it all start tearing strips off victims. But it actually became the template for how not to do it. Um, and uh, look, it it was it was really over the top stuff. They tried to break. Break the guy in, in the witness box, and uh, it, it it didn't happen. But it was a pretty uncomfortable moment for a whole lot of people. Anyway, we're about to see the sequel to all of that. Uh, Brian Houston, who was uh, oddly allowed to travel the world and spread the good word, yep. he's in Mexico at the moment, and he'll be required to attend the Downing Centre in Sydney on October five for a mention of the case, and we'll keep an eye on that and let you know all about it. We certainly will. And today's conditional release program is brought to you by Alex Jones' Super Male Vitality Dietary Supplement Joel. Alex Jones' all-new and advanced Super Male Vitality formula uses the newest extraction technology. It's just technology's gone mad on (laughs) extraction lately, Uh, but this is absolutely at the pointy end of extraction technology with even more powerful concentrations of various herbs and extracts designed to be even stronger. Ooh. Alex is talking bonus, Joel. Bonus so <laughs> hard, so turgid, your cat could use your manhood as a scratching post.
1: She probably would.
0: Now, listeners, if you lack like vitality, there's only one thing to do. Get on the web and get a few bottles of Alex Jones Super Male Vitality Dietary Supplement on sale now for fifty-two forty-five plus postage and handling. That's actually US dollars, by the way. So maybe yep. eighty bucks, you know, budget for about eighty bucks for the two mil bottle. Jesus Christ. Give Alex a call and tell him the conditional release program. Sent you. Well, you probably will be paying a little bit more if he. Uh, <laughs> he yeah, found out we're involved, so perhaps best not to mention us. He's a spiteful man. At this point, we are legally required to tell you that Alex Jones' all new and advanced super male vitality supplement has not been evaluated by the US Food and Drug Administration, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And, Joel, if you're successful today, if you answer all three questions correctly, you'll receive a year's supply of Alex Jones' all-new and advanced super male vitality supplement. Put some on your Wheaties, splash a bit under your arms so you can be the man Alex Jones is, a superhuman artisan of the sheet arts who gets hard and stays hard no matter how purple his face gets <laughs> with suppressed rage. killing all the blood. <laughs> it's a big prize. Are you ready, Joe?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm as ready as my boner will ever be.
0: Okay. Which black pill fuckwit said this? This is nothing other than an extortion racket to sell the experimental genetic vaccines. Oh. How was that? Owner of great hair, and presumably that's the reason Vic Pol don't arrest her every time she breaches stay-at-home orders. Monica Smith was it the man with the cleanest scalp on the planet? <laughs> Independent MP Craig loves Kelly loves
1: drenched. Loves it.
0: Was it Meryl Dorr, a woman running a single-issue political party that is not actually an issue? Mandatory oh, vaccines. Just go away. Or was it Joel Jamal who claimed in a meme everyone communicates in meme form in the anti-vax sphere. It reflects
1: that attention The man.
0: authoritarian movement is here. Ooh. Everyone needs to go to my telegram. I'm going with Craig. Yay! Well done, Joel. It's yeah. exactly. Craig loves a meme as Textbook. well. Yeah, he and does. This, and this was uh, in relation to the New South Wales government's decision to allow construction workers to continue if they have been fully vaxxed. If they have received a single dose in the last three weeks, and there are various other little clauses there, they can subject themselves to testing as well in order to get back onto construction sites. That's
1: the one. Also, little... Fun fact on there, Joel mm. Jamal, who is a cretinous little fuck who wears suits to rallies and is basically <laughs> yes. trying to trying to get a 4% fucking bid on an electoral ballot somewhere. He's like 23 years old. He's gross as shit. He's definitely a fascist. He actually used to run Craig Kelly's uh, social media for him. So wow. uh, some time ago, Craig Kelly and Joel Jamal were actually the same answer.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, um, there you go. but uh, yeah, look, I'm sure at some point Joel has actually just, just sort of waded in through Craig Kelly's lustrous hair and gone, not, uh, not a head louse there to be found, Craig. No, you're not at clean all. a scalp on the planet. So there you go. <laughs> Question <laughs> there two is. There has been no clinical testing on the side effects of COVID 19 vaccines on the female re- reproductive system.
1: Wow, well, spicy! Now, who said that?
0: Was the man who believes was it the man who believes the lying mainstream media is lying again? Morgan C. Jonas. He's got T-shirts to prove it. Was it troubled one nation senator Pauline Hanson? She has been very troubled lately
1: she's no, a bit irrelevant, that's all. That's most of her troubles. Was it troubled
0: One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts?
1: He's very troubled. He's fucking troubled. Or was
0: it the member for Kennedy, who was generally regarded as the maddest MP in the federal parliament until the pandemic came along and put him squarely back in the middle it of the field? Bob. did, Adam. didn't
1: it? Yeah, he really was like the lunatic who thought the satellites were watching it. So now everyone's like, oh, Bob, you're so Bob, sane.
0: yeah. yeah. How <laughs> troubling.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure about this one, man. Like, this is going to cost me a, a, a walking, solid boner.
0: Walking continent of common sense, Bob Gatter. right
1: Absolutely. I'm going with Malcolm Roberts, but it's a guess.
0: We... Make a dick. You're on the way to Bonus City now. Yes! Well done, Malcolm. Roberts said that. There has been no clinical... My dick just
1: said, yippee! (laughs) There
0: has been no clinical testing on the side effects of COVID-19 vaccines on the female reproductive system. There have been, of course. This is just a fucking nonsense. The whole business of clinical testing determines symptoms. Uh, It's not just like, oh, did you get a little bump on the shoulder where I put the needle in? I mean, it's a comprehensive analysis of one's health and take yep. that you can take that from the bank because I was the subject of a clinical trial not for a COVID-19 vaccine it must be said but, yes. for, but the subject of a clinical trial for an, another drug altogether and yep. your health is monitored in every respect
1: yep that's it I must say anyway. the, the prospect of Boner uh, medicine today has really turned us into 15-year-old children, which I, I'm impressed by. <laughs> just the instant mention of Bona, and we just devolve into pimply teenagers. I'm excited,
0: Joel, because... <laughs> How excited? You get them. this one right. You, you're you, sucking down a two-mil bottle of uh, Felix Jones Vitality Supplement.
1: There's more questions than answers, I'm sorry. All right, let's get this yeah, one done.
0: We better get you started on the clinical trial of it. Let's see. <laughs> You'll have to answer this one correctly first, and the quote goes, there is going to be immense pressure on Australia and many other nations to comply and go down this route of vaccine passes." But we should push back for the sake of
2: freedom!
0: Uh, now, was that? Huge fan of ivermectin, not allowed to be found in his body, but I can't speak for his pubic region. Ricardo Bosi, you know him, yeah, don't you? Mm-hmm.
1: A fucking con man at the highest order. <laughs>
0: uh, by the way, the actual clinical advice around ivermectin is ivermectin wasn't solving any problem because the level at which it worked was so toxic, it could have had life-threatening, could involve life-threatening organ failure. That's... Yeah. The current Honestly. clinical advice. Anyway, was it Cabaret fan, the member for Manila, and the retiring member for Dawson, Good. which is not yet in the Philippines, but if he had his way, it would be George Absolutely. Christensen. Absolutely. Yep, member for Manila. Love it. Was it arguably Australia's greatest physical comedian and creator of the sketch comedy hit, I just knocked an entire <laughs> table of cups and saucers over because I'm a fucking clod with the spatial skills of a rhinoceros with agoraphobia.
1: Oh, he did, he did. Still oh, a bankrupt
0: and with his party, the Great Australia Party, being asked to show cause by the Australian Electoral Commission why it should not be deregistered uh, due to lack of interest. Yeah. <laughs> the man who heads up that mountain of fucking chaos, self-declared senator in exile, Rod Cullop. Yep. Yeah. Who said it? Or was it candidate for the informed medical opinions party while lying that two vaccinated men had died suspiciously after receiving Pfizer jabs? Michael O'Neill is a name you can quite easily forget. (laughs) Go on. I'm feeling like it may be George Christensen. Is that your final answer?
1: Oh, my boner just sighed. I I, I have to. I said it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, you've won. (laughs) You won two solid millilitres of of Alex Jones Vitality supplement, Joel, because, yes, it was, in fact, George Christensen. And if we look at the answers across our competition today, all three are weird and wonderful fucking Horrific stuff that Black belt fucks, which have said were said by members of the Australian oh, Federal Parliament. Isn't
1: that depressing? We've got <laughs>
0: little Malcolm Roberts, a man who looks, man who makes jockeys look fucking gargantuan, and and then. We- he is tiny, isn't he? And, and George, uh, George headed it up as well as Craig Kelly, uh, both independent MPs Ugh. now. Yep. Oh, so there, that's what we've got to look forward to in this country. And now we ask listeners to send us an email if they've come across something really, really stupid said by Black Bill Fuckwits. We want your input, listeners, if you've recently come across something posted that is so odd, so bizarre, that it can only be appreciated by the criminally stupid, drop us a line.
1: We'll send you a stubby holder and some sort of TCRP. Taylor, I have it at my desk if you make our lives easier, and send Jack a quote we can use on the show.
0: Yes, the Conditional Release Program Stubby Holder is the only stubby holder clinically proven to keep drinks cold. And that study has been peer-reviewed now, but we've had to postpone the publication of the data in Lancet, possibly until next year or the year after. I'm liaising with our highly qualified Uh, Egyptian research team, and we'll get back to you on that as soon as they can get bail.
1: We may have basically made up the study.
0: We've also been advised not to describe the Conditional Release Program stubby holder as clinically proven. I received a nasty letter from the TGA about this, cease and desist, threats of fines and legal action in the federal court, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? They can go and get fucked, Joe. Yeah. The Conditional Release Program is clinically proven to keep your toxic Drinks of choice cool and your hands warm and the TGA can go suck a fart.
1: Eat a boner, you cretinous fox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Other stubby holders have been fan whining. So if you want to keep your piss cold while you're sitting back with an Alex Jones inspired boner, drop us a line, mark to the attention of Jack at our email address, the condition release program at gmail.com.
1: Do it for you, do it for us, do it for Alex, do it for boners, do it for love, do it for locker room talk. Drop us a line, listeners.
0: And kicking off our anti-vaxxer update this week, the stats, of course, and we have 29.7% of the world population has received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine with 15.3% fully vaccinated. 4.4 billion doses have been administered globally and 40.04 million are now administered each day. We can see a slight increase there, except for this one thing I keep mentioning. Only 1.1% of the people in low-income countries have received at least one dose. That sucks. Can't kill a pandemic with vaccines unless you vaccinate everyone.
1: Yep, even the poor.
0: Ah. uh, and in Australia, we have 34.90. We've, we've passed that one-third threshold uh, yeah. last weekend. This is all as of the 8th of August, by the way. Uh, and Australians, uh, well, 34.9% of Australians have received a single dose with 17% fully vaccinated. The only interesting thing about those two stats is that for the first time uh, this week, we have gone beyond, beyond the global average. We're... we're, we're we're a little bit improved on what the global average is. And that global well, average, nice. by the way, includes the third and developing world. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. we did see, and it's been something that really worth keeping an eye on uh, with the protests last weekend covered extensively. Has there been a spike in COVID cases, Joe?
1: Well, I mean, look, it's steadily going upwards despite a fairly effective looking lockdown. And while we're pointing the fingers at all these people who are going and spending time at the parks or maybe daring to buy eggs on a Tuesday, I can't help but to think that the chance of there having been an infected person at the protest, it's feeling pretty high. You know, we cracked the the 300. Today we got the 262. This is New South Wales, Mm. of course. Mm. But New South Wales is where that big protest was with all the people who came from Western Sydney to come and spit on each other in a crowd. (laughs) So, look- It's going to be a very interesting week to come, but this is the starting point as to whether we see... Yeah, we'll start
0: seeing it this week. If
1: it's come out. And look, 262 today is down. There might be other reasons for it, but over the next week, we're really going to know whether it was a super spreader event. And if it was, I would not want to be one of the assholes cheerleading for that event because you are going to be the most hated people in this country. And in other news... In last week's massive anti-vaxxer update, we were discussing the Pfizer boob job, which is the phenomenon that women have noticed changes in their breasts, mostly for the bigger, that follow immediately after a Pfizer jab. Now, look, most health experts are saying this is bullshit, but there is something to the idea of a swollen lymph node after a vaccine, which is making people slightly bustier. Now, my recommendation at the time was don't make a TikTok video about it, go and get a mammogram. And Kat, you did. Thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah. Um, I got the Pfizer jab uh, end of June and within five days, I noticed there was some swelling where there shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, Pfizer know, boom just, <laughs> the Pfizer boob job. The Pfizer boob job. And uh, so I spoke to my GP and she sent me, she just assumed I'm 34, she assumed that I was just having normal feminine issues around the yep. booby area.
1: There's so and
2: many. Yeah, it's fun times. The joys <laughs> of being a lady.
1: So true.
2: And so she said, get a mammogram and an ultrasound. And I went in and I got the results. And they said, we think you should get a biopsy. And I was like, so that's not the Pfizer then? Because I'd heard about this <laughs> Pfizer thing.
1: Oh, and Jesus.
2: Yeah, so the GP sent me to breast specialist, and the breast specialist said, there's a 1% chance this isn't cancer.
1: Holy fuck. That's not what you want to be hearing.
2: No, no. And uh, so he sends me off to get CT, a contrast mammogram, so... Double the breast mashing in four days <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Your Pfizer boob job is probably the worst Pfizer boob job in history. But <laughs> at the end of the day, at least you caught it. And bizarrely enough, it's kind of the Pfizer jab that got you there.
2: Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. The, basically, the particular kind of cancer I have is very unlikely to get um, a lump. And so the fact that it's gotten a lump is putting me in the unusual side and the fact that they've found it as early as they have, there is no stage one and two for this cancer yeah, and wow. the fact that they've found it before it spread is means that I've found it as early as it's possible to be found.
1: That is like that is a real uh, bright side to a shit sandwich, but I'm glad you found it <laughs> um, and I hope you get a, a good recovery. Medical science is amazing, but it's also savage.
2: One month between Pfizer jab and first chemo, so get the mammogram.
1: How wow. Uh, well, at least you're vaccinated. You've got that going for you. Not that it's that helpful when you're undergoing chemo, which basically destroys your immune system. Thank you so much for coming on. It's uh, It's been a real pleasure.
2: No worries. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much to Julia Robbins, good friend of the podcast, for introducing us to Cat.
0: While public health officials are busy at work getting jabs into arms as Delta tears through the eastern states, anti-vaxxers have been twice as busy spreading lies and causing shit jar. They
1: have. They have. Basically, with this whole SPCR Mona thing, so they are the first of likely many businesses to do this covid vaccine mandate in their factory Mm. but at the end of the day with all the legal things aside what's going on now is there's kickback so spc have done the right thing they're offering paid leave for any side effects but the staff must have their first jab booked by september 15 which is pretty bloody soon Mm. especially considering what an absolute mess the rollout is but look if they want AstraZeneca, it's available. If they if they're AstraZeneca hesitant, they're going to be in a bit of a pickle.
0: Well, they've got to at least have booked. So, so it's, it's not, not actually a jab, but but they've got to at least have booked in. That's that's yeah. So, so this is all fairly reasonable stuff. Let's not forget this company's involved in in food production.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And this is one of those things where all the big super spreader areas at the start were always meatpacking places, yep. factories, places in close quarters indoors that wound up being giant COVID havens. So it makes total sense. But of course, the backlash is the main story because this has the usual suspects just shitting their pants because they know what's happening. They know it's fucking inevitable. So hmm. Monica Smith, of course, makes a video on Facebook. It's the last thing they actually posted to their Facebook page for being banned. And yeah, that's right. She Woo. more or less instructed her members to boycott SPC and sabotage their products,
0: you know. I'll sabotage their products. That's yeah, interesting. because they're a For fucking criminal insight.
1: organization. Yeah, so they did. Uh, in a Woolworths, which is just coincidentally in Pakenham, where Monica Smith lives. Oh. Wonder, oh, oh, I wonder, oh. Ring pools of SPC products were opened, causing the contents to spoil and forced Woolworths to discard the product. They're pulling the rings off SPC cans and opening them slightly to ruin them because they're pieces of shit. So unsurprisingly, this egregious example of pointless food waste was not received well with people outside of Monica's Bizarre Echo Chamber of cult-like enablers. Universally condemning this behaviour is childish and stupid. You are fucking assholes. Some idiot on Facebook claimed that she was going to fill a trolley with SPC cans and put them in the fucking freezers, which is just going to make them freeze (sighs) and then explode and send SpaghettiOs fucking all over frozen food, Making it all be thrown out and giving people who are working essential jobs in a pandemic that they don't think exists, but everyone else fucking does, yet another reason to hate their fucking jobs. I mean, at least do it on Sunday when they're getting double time, like have some decency but another just simply plan to take SPC products and place them in annoying locations around the store like a fucking like a a hide-and-seek game of asshole fucking boycott protest like what are you doing you're not doing God's work you're just children picking on people making award wage to make a childish point is not going to make you friends members of Reignite Democracy Australia are doing their bit to make sure they are unquestionably the most hated people in Australia. You deserve the spot. You you absolutely deserve it.
0: And speaking of the most hated people in Australia, once again a snap protest was called after the snap lockdown in Melbourne in response to cases of Delta showing up. Uh, They had a decent turnout, which descended into the usual chaos with a peaceful group of violent idiots letting off flares and fighting with the cops, Joe. Yeah
1: always a peaceful protest, except for the violence. Very, very peaceful people. Fucking Monica and Morgan, as usual, are arrested, and as usual, released without charge, which has been the absolute usual since like forever now from watching the video footage the catch and release approach from VicPol appears to embolden the couple with Morgan really jumping in there with some serious enthusiasm when Monica was arrested mid-sentence on Flinders Street station stairs and inevitably given another free fucking pass just caught and released it would appear the cops for whatever reason are using kid gloves on the dynamic duo and saving the pepper spray for their gullible followers leading the mm. leaders to keep doing what they do inciting crowds to protest lockdowns and create violent scenes that most people around Australia are just sick of fucking watching But until Monica goes (laughs) on a very well-deserved holiday in a correctional facility, I am absolutely sure she will. I don't see much changing here. It's just rinse and repeat, catch and release. It just seems like some people really are above the law. past 12 months have been truly strange times we've witnessed a dramatic uptick in conspiratorial thinking due to the unprecedented uncertainty that comes with a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic event you may have noticed it's happened it's a bit of a thing distrusting government has materialized through social media into an organized form of extreme right-wing rebellion freedom
0: what could possibly go wrong joe oh yeah <laughs>
1: I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, these are the people who used to spit at the television when the unwatched lefties would block a street in the city, cheering on the cops as they cracked their skulls live on television, and now they're dawdling through cities at every fucking weekend, any opportunity, screaming about freedom, freedom. and wondering, why are the Sorry. police so upset with us? Are, are we the yeah. bad guys? No, I don't no. have- Are we the bad guys? Are we the bad guys? You are. You're wearing the uniform. The groups that have formed over the past year consist of a wide variety of belief structures. They're not all just freedom lovers. But while they all agree that COVID is a hoax and lockdowns are tyranny, some people extended the moat a little further and found themselves drifting toward the truly bizarre...
0: Yeah, on Monday uh, the 2nd of August, one arrest was made and search warrants were issued in three states by the AFP and Queensland's joint counter-terrorism team. Now, we can't talk too much about this as it is before the courts and subject to further investigation, but at face value, it is a sign the SovSit movement is becoming increasingly dangerous. The AFP has said they believe the group did not have the resources to conduct actual attacks, which uh, we know means mass abductions of public officials, including yep. the Prime Minister and State Premiers, as well as health officials, senior bureaucrats, etc. But there is a simmering hostility there that clearly indicates these people are dangerous, and perhaps some of those who tune into the hostile vibes on social media are are the next generation of lone wolf attackers. AFP Assistant Commissioner for Counterterrorism Scott Lee said it was concerning a group of people had arranged the manufacture of AFP replica badges and creation of a false video online. We have found no evidence this group has the ability or has actually attempted to carry out specific violent acts in support of statements made by members of this group Scott Lee said the Queensland JCTT uh, acted early in this instance to stop any potential disturbing activities at the earliest possible stage. And we will not hesitate to lay further charges if more criminal offences are identified, Scott Lee said no further arrest. Well, they are. There's been no further update from the Australian Federal Police since that arrest was made on the 2nd of August and that's for one single count of impersonate Australian Federal Police and uh, that matter will be heard in Western Australia. Yeah. Out of 26 organisations designated as terrorist organisations under the Criminal Code, only one is from an extreme right group. The remainder are Islamic State and Al-Qaeda affiliates. And so I hope this is a wake up call. I hope the AFP and the intelligence networks are are focusing their attention the right way. Um, And uh, I mean, impersonating AFP members is not going to go down well with the actual AFP or indeed the state wallopers. So, div views all around.
1: Well, it is. But the funny thing is, they don't think they've committed a crime because, in their eyes, the AFP are not a legal entity. Australia is a corporation, blah, blah, blah. So. For some wild reason. I don't think that's going to be their defence in court, though. It's
0: well, it sort of depends. So. If, if they get Wayne Glue involved, it, it probably will. <laughs> I, I watch watched Wayne Glue address uh, the whole business of the Australian Federal Police, the status of the Australian Federal Police, referring to them disapprovingly as the Commonwealth Police under some long ago revoked act in the UK.
1: Yeah, they don't think the AFP are a thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's it's completely ridiculous.
0: Wayne, he's got to be the worst media personality I've ever seen. It's really, really hard work watching Wayne. You know, he's just so boring.
1: When I watch him, I just see a snapping turtle, like (laughs) a human snapping turtle. His little beak, it just snaps.
0: (laughs) He's got a little beak. Look, I don't recommend it to any listener who, who hasn't had a look at Wayne. Don't try and pick him up on the net. It'll be bruise yourself <laughs> you just need to uh, just look, look, look maybe it's Wayne's fault maybe Wayne needs to pick things up a bit and, maybe someone should hunt him down and hit him up with 50 milligrams of tryptophan with a tranquilizer gun once a day every day I think it'd be a lot cheaper to just spike his wheat because he does look <laughs> like the kind of guy who does eat wheat
1: every morning he, does. he really does. He does he's got wheat bix vibes but look this is the kind of subset we're used to you know the Wayne glue snapping turtle who just really likes saying the word treason a lot oh it's treason it's treason, it's treason. and tre- he's a grifter I I find it's treason. and he's you know he sells bullshit legal cheat codes, these little workshops. You can't question his actual metal. The guy really believes his bullshit. Like he lost his house testing the theories <laughs> and like he really he, he put did. his money where his snappy little beak is you know most of our sobs are just boring blotchy con men like Rod Cullerton. Mm. you know he doesn't fucking really believe it I don't think you know he's just I away with
0: Cullerton. I think it's always pretty much self-serving exercise
1: yeah exactly I mean so for the most part sobsits are just annoying they argue with cops about driving and make tons of content usually video which is the most inconvenient form of content ever but when and if when how will they cross the line in to organize violence like they tend to do in the state, or will it be a lone actor some sort of lone wolf type, while the Mm. groups take all the police attention and surveillance and just bumble through long, boring meetings, arguing with each other over instant coffee and essentially just going (laughs) nowhere.
0: Yeah, that's the issue. That's the issue. You've got lone wolves looking at this sort of stuff on social media and getting inspired by it.
1: Yeah, and then you've got groups who are just finding purpose in just boring lives. But this is a great example that came to light over the weekend. Elvira Shagabudanova.
0: Shagabudanova.
1: Her real last name is Usanova, but she just chugged a Shag a bud in there? It's
0: like oh, so I'm disappointed it's, it's not a real name. It isn't it's a just,
1: It's a cracker, but I like the fact she made it up. It really shows what she's like. She refused to use a QR code to check into a store, claiming she's a sovereign state. This is in Canberra So she's not even In a state She's in a territory She's a
0: She's she's a sovereign territory
1: Yeah She's trying to Yeah It's just ridiculous So she was referred For a mental health assessment And was found Not to be suffering From any mental health issues Which Mm -hmm. is exactly What we say in this program The difference between A SovSit spouting bullshit And a person suffering delusions Is that the SovSit Is an idiot That believes the crap They read And probably paid for On the internet Uh, These delusions are internal But the SovSit logic Is external They read it On the fucking internet And then they go play it out in public because they're encouraged to. So people like Nova, which is oh, a fun, fun word to say they hold this ridiculous way of thinking which unfortunately is tied to a legal system which is growing incredibly weary of this kind of behaviour. Mm. And, you know, and while there are all these sort of silly hobby cults out there which is fine you can have all your wacky beliefs and buy all your crystals and do what you like very few of them are based around goading the legal system into playing a game of chicken with the law mm, it's just that's never it a good idea it is no, it's fucking awful not a good idea no so like look this comes from a small group of people who push these ridiculous ideas you know the know your rights group the speeding fine grifters mm. posted to the Ozpol Nuffy room on Facebook a series of photos actually caught one in the wild it was a fairly normal looking car but the plates are a little bit strange you know they, they look uh-huh. it off instead of the usual Victorian bile on a plate like you know Victoria on the move or Victoria the education Garth, the state. state yeah yeah I'm um, not fucking sure about the education state right now. It says, in private being and capacity. Massive Ooh, red flag. Yeah, it says so, so sit. Further to that, there's a notice in the back window stuck to the, to the thing with this bullshit about all rights reserved, trespassing, <laughs> blah, blah, so logic at the bottom.
0: All rights reserved. But that is just so funny to me. That, <laughs> that is actually copyright law. I mean, yeah. or, 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 or a smattering of it, you know. All I don't know what they're reserved. trying to say. Yeah.
1: It's- I just have <laughs> no idea what they're trying to say. There. Like tight it's just Titan pending. <laughs> um, you know, I am a trademark.
0: That's like, right. Just in case my my dismal life ever gets made into a movie, you're going to have to negotiate with me uh, for a chunk of dough if that ever happens. You that's know, pretty
1: much just, exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's essentially what it is. So it's these these bizarre. guys are literally fantasising that they'll that Hollywood will come and knock it.
1: It'll be some trash about fucking Black's Law Dictionary as usual. Yeah. So essentially, the cops arrived. They removed the plates, and I assume they waited for the driver or the travelling free man to come back mm. and it's absolutely clear where they learned this nonsense from mm. proudly displayed on the back window the stickers saying know your rights and aussie speeding fines advertising the websites and encouraging people to go to the same grift as they went to because these people convinced this idiot that they don't need to register their car and here they are doing as they were told while the police investigate them and look i want to say a big thanks to timmy h for the tip go ahead, Timmy. this was great this is. I loved this. It was just in time as well.
0: Yeah, look, we have been a bit sport like that. Sovereign citizens in the US are famous, heavily armed and trigger happy. Here we just have had to deal with the occasional turtle making YouTube clips and selling DVDs on how to get out of speeding fines. Yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind that there is a sovereign citizen activity out there that is dancing around violence and disorder, but whether it's being surveyed by law enforcement is another story. If this provokes a response from the brass to allocate more federal coppers to watching self-sits online and in Person, I just fucking love heading outside and making a noise. No wonder they, no wonder they hate lockdown so they much. Do they do love like going they, out and
1: making noise. They
0: do like a bit of fresh air. Don't outside
1: they? MPs' offices where they're really incognito yeah. and no one notices them. Fuck and and,
0: and they use their outside voices, you know, they inside do. and outside. So it's, it's 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 better for everyone that they're outside. I think it really it's is. inevitable that they will uncover a group of people or an individual. Considering what we're going to go through over the next twelve months in this country and the big political upheavals around this. Look, this, you can actually see, is just got a great big red light around it, big, big danger signs around this. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to think that our Australian Federal Police, various enforcement-
1: Intelligence agencies. Intel yeah.
0: uh, gathering uh, services are looking the right way.
1: Yeah, I bloody hope so. I mean, look, it's been a big year for new groups. The- group that immediately comes to mind, which I would imagine is well on the radar of law enforcement, is the Australian Peacemakers. It's a relatively new group, but they're looking more and more like that sort of textbook US-style Christian militia as time Mm -hmm. is going on.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely carry all of that sort of noise around them. That's right. They really do. All all the
1: Bible-bashing shit, and the the weird secretive nature of them is really sketchy. So the objective of the Australian Peacemakers is to support and defend the people of their God-given rights, which is so terrifyingly vague. I mean, I believe... They're basically just making up what God given rights are as they go along, just mm. whatever whatever they want them, want them to be. So, while they don't pitch themselves as a sov outfit as such, they have massive sov sit vibes. I mean, yeah. their leader, Nick Banjo Patterson, was arrested and, uh, in late May for playing up at an anti lockdown protest.
0: Well, not just now, playing up, he was charged with several accounts, here, yeah, throughout 20 charges. Uh, yeah. I, I think about six counts of assault poise.
1: Yeah, and he was remanded for a month, you know, yeah. and then he yeah. got conditional bail. Uh, mm-hmm. a month later. He's Initial been very quiet since. He was he's condition conditional release. release.
0: He was. He actually was. Popped on a quick conditional release program, yeah.
1: That's the one. That's actually really funny. So, he's become a darling for the anti-lockdown movement since because they really pumped him up as being this big fucking folk hero, which is gross because he's just a nobody. But, and despite using legal aid, he's raised a shitload of money for these legal costs that don't exist because he was on the dole and he got legal aid. It's crazy, like... Yeah, they're not giving any fucking refunds. That's for sure. So, <laughs> Banjo in the past has made several videos which feature very soft sit style takes on self-defense, especially mm. including the police. He's
0: an old MMA bluer. Yeah, he's, de- he's definitely got some ring uh, ring experience under his belt. I could tell. He's him very him punchy, how many blues Yeah, yeah. That, I, yes. I think that was all a while ago.
1: Yes, it was. But at the same time, when he comes out and makes videos saying that if a police officer is using force, that it is justified to use force back. No, that's called mm. resisting arrest. There's a not, law. It's not. That's a it's law. Not, it's not it's, right, Banjo. No, <laughs> no it's not yeah. right.
0: I don't know who taught you criminal law, Banjo, but yeah, but that's... You should get yeah. a refund. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: really bad. Yeah. You're about to find that out, actually. That's that's fine. Yeah. So this really is at odds with what the court believes. There's actual laws around this. So I'm expecting these mm. videos are going to be used against him in court when he finally gets there. But who knows? Who knows? Either way, it's not a good look. So no. this whole justification for assaulting police is one of the key elements of the peacemakers and one of the reasons why the feds are going to be watching him very carefully. They don't like being punched. It's a really big issue for them. They get quite shirty. Well,
0: yes, (laughs) it certainly is in any work, any line of work. If you go to work, you expect not to be punched. Well, it does happen a lot with police and they're entitled to get a bit angry when someone throws a cut lunch at them, I reckon.
1: Yeah. And the thing is that their objectives around their intent toward police is really clear. They believe that corrupt governments and violent police are oppressive forces and that they are the counterbalance. This is what they say on their website. So Mm. mixing this bizarre pseudo legal justification to inflict violence on police with fundamentalist Christian messaging is a fucking massive red flag. That kind of righteous fury where God is allowing them to do what they do. <laughs> well,
0: what's interesting is how that relationship with police has developed um, with, with anti-lockdown, as particularly as we saw throughout Melbourne. You know, it started off as a kind of almost like a sibling kind of relationship, you know, yeah. that, uh, and, and, yeah. and and there were signs there that the police were uh, not all that concerned about what they were up to and, and, and we did have a bit of change going on, you know, yeah, uh, right. from the crowd in support of the police, but that yeah. that sort of all stopped. It has. That's that has gone. That yeah. you know, um, you know, a part of it, I guess, you could put down to the sort of early stage of the pandemic. Police not entirely sure what they're doing, but now yeah. they've had a good long look at these people. They don't really like what they're seeing. No, and there is this you know, this this urging of violence. So why wouldn't they be on their toes?
1: Well, that's it. I mean, look, look, and not only that, but when it comes down to it, the website has a form to submit accounts of police brutality from members of the public, well, which, mate, I mean, mate. what could possibly go wrong there? Is it a stat deck, mate? These people lie through their teeth just as a matter of course. But then you've got another form, same form, for actual police they're considering to be whistleblowers. Like, what police officer <laughs> is going to risk their career to become a part of a Christian militia
0: group? Like- but at the same time, I imagine there are um, members within the Victoria Police Force who have tapped, tapped out a message on there to see who they're actually speaking to. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, Shall we
0: meet you at uh, the Hungry Jacks on, you know, in Paran and we'll chat yeah. further? That's it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's it. Uh, so tactical we'll technical
0: look- response group waiting for it. But yeah.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much how this is going to play out. So. I mean mm. the Peacemakers Seem to be run on donations And selling merch And memberships And shit like that To the group yeah. The memberships They initially focused On joining the group As like a supporting member But now it's to actually Access the communication To the group Because beforehand Before very recently They were discussing matters In open on Telegram And everyone says Oh it's an encrypted messaging app No You <laughs> click a link And you get to see What's being said There's no secrecy Just make an account Click on the link And you get mm. to watch everything So they're closing this group To move to a private server Where yes. it's pay for play And members Members are vetted for legitimacy to prevent, basically, media, law enforcement, us, from listening. And, I mean, look, I get the idea of privacy. I get the idea of hiding away from trolls and people that don't want to be there. But this, this sounds a little bit next level. This sounds like they're really trying to hide something. And they keep on saying that this is to organize events. What events? What events are you hiding that you have to make sure that the cops aren't listening to? Sounds fucking sketchy to me.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit sketchy, yeah. But, look, again, it won't stop police and good intelligence officers getting in there and getting in fucking not. No, absolutely not. These people are dumb. These people are really stupid. And, look, it's not – we are now getting into that sort of almost sort of neo-Nazi territory where, you know, they can easily be be hacked open, but they think think they're a brick wall.
1: They think they're a move ahead of everyone else. which is fucking wrong. So look, a move toward a Christian militia group that bases their legal ideology on chit packet subsit bullshit, comparing this with the righteous fury of their vague interpretation of what God wants is absolutely going to end badly. I don't think I'm being speculative there. Nipping in the bud seems the only way to kill it, you know, to squash it before it starts. But once we start picking and choosing which organizations are allowed to exist in Australia, I mean, maybe we are fascist. So, like, you know, I, I just, I don't know where the line can get drawn, but the line is pretty clear that when you start claiming you're going to hold law enforcement to account with violent justified reprisal, you're forgetting the golden rule of government, which is the state have the exclusive power of violent coercion. And if you challenge that, for better or worse, you're going to find out exactly what that exclusive power consists of.
0: And that's why I sort of wonder why the Australian Federal Police, or basically it's Home Affairs, it's not the AFP, but why why some of these groups haven't been designated terrorist groups. And, yeah. and one of the reasons may well be that... That structurally, there's sort of nothing there in these soft sit groups yeah. at the moment. You know, it's, it'll be like nailing jelly to a wall. But yep. certainly, what we believe went down on that August two arrest, and I want to be careful about what I say. That would indicate certainly that there should have been triggers of, of, of counterterrorism law in this country. Yeah, you don't have to have an ability uh, to to commit an act, um, but if you have the intention to commit the act, that again triggers. Counterterrorism law in, in this country so yeah. maybe under those laws there are further things going but yeah everything overtly looks like perhaps our feds aren't looking hard enough in the yeah. right places
1: yeah well it might start soon
0: well i think they could learn a <laughs> learn a thing or two off vicpole and and vicpole have had to deal with these guys through the long uh lockdown last year and uh, and i think they've they've got certainly, from what I can tell, some fairly solid tourism. I mean, they're certainly watching yeah, yeah, and they're I'd recording so. them. Yeah. And I guess once it's in that system, it should also be in the federal one. But yeah, we just hope that they're looking in the right way because this country's going to come under a lot of pressure over the next big social pressures in this country over the next 12 months yeah, around big vaccination, big vaccination. Yep. and around vaccine passports and who can work where and who can go where. But yep. we've been talking about it for months, Joel, haven't we? You know, how, yep. this is, how this is going to end once we trigger 70 80% threshold if you're not vaccinated, you're in a fucking world of pain. Yeah, you know you may not be able to work. You and those people are going to be super fucking angry. They are. They are really fucking angry. And so this is almost, you know, this is this is fucking foreplay compared to what we can expect over the next six to nine months.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's quite concerning.
0: That was a bit fucking dramatic. So let's start talking about funny people again. Karen they Brewer are funny. Is, is a good one. Karen Brewer is very funny. She's let's very have funny. A- Fucking go on her, mate. Fucking fucking absolute lunatic. Tidal Tidal. Stops it, yeah thinks yeah. that everyone who went to certain schools or have certain surnames are de mole Freemasons and therefore pedophiles. De yeah. is this oh it all related to the Crusades and it's just bizarre. Nonsense stuff that has no existence.
1: It just doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's so uh, dumb.
0: Yeah, yeah. It has. It it has no substantial existence for seven centuries. But she's bizarre. She reckons. She reckons it's a good thing. Anyway, look. Actual. Actual Freemasons are advertising. They can't get people in these days. They're actually advertising on the web. Come and join us, please. We don't want to have to shut this down.
1: It's old tradies in fruity robes doing strange (laughs) handshakes and eating biscuits like no one yeah. wants to join
0: no yeah it's really boring and no one wants to go so it's all dying out the Freemasons, yeah it's
1: very funny uh, yeah.
0: look it just doesn't make any sense demole freemasons yeah. that's her big thing but um, they do
1: sound like easy demons it's such a great yeah. word demole freemasons Demolay.
0: Uh, the first thing is you're not going to know what it means but it, but it, it's linked to basically crusade period aristocratic labels so fucking uh, ridiculous it's just so ridiculous uh, look it just doesn't make any sense there's no point analyzing it Joel a no. few private schools are, are probably breeding grounds for weird perverts, but she takes it to a strange place, does she, yeah, I mean, uh, like, Karen Brewer?
1: Maybe, maybe she's on to the fact that a few schools are a bit fucking weird, and they probably have some background, you know, uh, rituals. But yeah. I mean,
0: she just she just takes it too far. It's silly. Oh well, <laughs> it's not just taken too far; it's taken to the actual extreme. You know, you, it is. You actually can't get beyond there. Yeah. On August thirty first, people are to assemble at every branch of government, federal, state, and local, across the Tasman in both Australia and New Zealand. Anzacs, he's really big on Anzacs. And just kind what of... <laughs> And there's just to stand, there. stand there motionless in silence from nine AM to twelve PM. That's August thirty yeah. first. If you're uh, around one of our parlance and not in yep. lockdown. Yep. Uh, you can get up there and have a bit of a stand. No,
1: it's meant <laughs> in to actually silence. be during lockdown. I've got this flyer down here, which we'll mention in a second. It's meant to be during lockdown.
0: Yes, well, there you go. So that'll you, go
1: really well. That'll go yeah, that'll so go fucking <laughs> well. well. What, what could like possibly go wrong? Standing
0: standing targets for the police, really. And it's, uh, yeah. Oh it's look,
1: absolutely yeah. It's, it's doomed to fail.
0: So that's the thing. August 31st, we can't, Joel and I, we just can't wait. I mean, it's going to be the biggest fucking disaster of all of this fucking <laughs> fringe behaviour. It's just going to be the funniest thing ever. I, quite, have, yeah. I have so much hope for it. Look, is nuts, um, but she has some pretty devoted followers. Yeah, she does. Um, people spam a telegram groups with her uh, August 31st plan, often getting banned in the process. Karen actually isn't very popular <laughs> Like a lot of these people, they're always blowing with one yeah, another. In Most, fighting. Mostly chick as well. She she just bullies people and calls she them does. to my pedophiles.
1: Yeah, and she then says, Are you Malay gonna come to my event? Yeah. You're a pedophile, but please come and tell your friends to come as well. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? That's not oh how you God. invite people to your party, Karen. Like, I know you probably didn't have any parties when you were a child, but yelling at people to come to your party isn't been. how you get people to turn up. Yeah,
0: she look the sort of the sort of birthday party Karen had have. Oh, um, yeah, she would have imagine. had when she was about five. She would have been three times bigger than all the other <laughs> children <laughs> and bullied fuck out of them, and was never invited to a birthday again. So yeah. this is this is where all this probably where most of this a children's <laughs> party a with a body count. Trauma comes from. It's she's a very, it's. very disturbed human being.
1: She's very disturbed. So, look, you know, basically, you know, she's out causing mischief and trying to get this thing started. Uh, she's got templates for flyers. These basic black and white prints that are cheapest shit to produce. I know. Uh, is <laughs> they're
0: it terrible? They are uh, actually design outrages and need to be burnt on that for that alone. But it's so contrived. It's it's this sort of fundamental. Banged it out an old Olivetti fucking typewriter type flyer. Yeah, it
1: really is. Yeah. It's yeah. not well-formatted at all. It's terrible. No,
0: it's not winning too many design prizes. Let me
1: tell the it. thing is, right, so, like, it's actually working. Like, this is another post in the Ospolnuffy room, which has been absolutely gold recently, which is a flyer dropped in Katoomba. And, like, yeah. you know, the thing is, is that while no one's going to turn up, and while the idea of airing out Bill Heffernan's ridiculous pedophile allegations is a weird objective to have for taking over Strange. the government.
0: Strange, you'd have to say. Yeah.
1: It's just one of these things. These people are serial pests, and they're just... Annoying. Like, <laughs> and what are we gonna do? Arrest them all? Like well, it's what's proof, next?
0: It's proof of it were needed that these people were an- annoying before the pandemic. It's not as if you know the, the pandemic has just triggered something in them mentally and now they've just gone insane. These people were crackers before the pandemic and it's and, just
1: yeah. triggered them. And now they've got a cause.
0: Yeah, and now well now they've got now they've got something that they can hang their fucking weird personality hats with. And while she makes it clear that the silence, you know, that this planned pro. This planned yeah. silent protest, three hours is, of silence, is in sort of parallel to the dawn service of Anzac Day. Which, it, it, it let it be clear, Anzacs, Anzacs were never very silent. No, they, they, you know, the dawn landing uh, at Gallipoli was not a silent affair. It was no. all—it was all guns blazing, basically, literally guns sides. blazing, and actual and guns and Australians blazing. Australians and New Zealanders getting shot up, was some bunch of Englishmen as well. Yeah. Look, they all had rifles, so there's plenty of bang, <laughs> banging going on. So not a lot of silence. Yeah. They were constantly under fire from machine guns. Grenades were a thing then. Kids who were shot in trenches were crying for their parents. The Anzacs were not fucking silent job. It's
1: such a strange thing for her anyway, claiming. Anyway, yeah, look, the actual reason she claims her silence is, to quote, there are no adequate words to express our disgust at who and what these treasonous bastards are. Okay. Well,
0: there probably are. It's just Karen can't think of them. She's, That's exactly yeah, it. She's I not mean, very bright.
1: Mate, just pen something out. Sit down for a few minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be well yeah. formatted. We know it's you're not thing, good at that. You know,
0: write about it. Write what's in your heart, Karen.
1: Exactly. And then tell, call Peter Evans a pedo, whatever. So, After standing there for three hours without saying a word, probably busting for a piss at that point, a whistle is blown. (laughs) Uh, and, she, and she emphasises that it's just one whistle. So I'm guessing, like, we all agree beforehand who brings the whistle and blows it, but we have to be in silence, like the Anzac, so we can't discuss it during the three hours of oh, protest. Karen.
0: Karen will have the whistle, won't she? Well, but
1: she's only going to be in one area. This is every branch of government across two countries. So, like, I'm guessing we have to, like, agree to who blows the whistle in sign language. Like, you sort of, like, do a whistling motion and point, and then go, no, 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 you. But then after the whistle, you walk like zombies toward the Parliament House of your choosing. <laughs> still in silence and you occupy the like buildings
0: like the anzacs because like like anzacs, anzacs, anzacs love
1: occupying buildings because there were so many buildings at gallipoli like what the fuck <laughs> so the whole thing with the the demand is these these allegations from bill heffernan that a bunch of politicians are pedos it's made public it's just Ugh. horseshit.
0: look yeah heffernan stuff of okay. Got an acquaintance with it, it it was all mad and it was yeah. proven to be mad around yeah. uh around heffernan's outrageous comments uh, uh with uh justice michael kirby it was yep. all bullshit it was made yeah. up bullshit it's
1: gay panic bullshit this guy's a fucking asshole it was, so right. and now of course it spawned this new generation of fuckwits who use this as a bloody stepping stone to basically just hassle parliamentarians so apparently what's going to happen is mm. All parliamentarians are meant to stand down, yep. and this is great because the no, next thing is will. is the governor general and the governor in all states issue writs for a fresh election. Yeah,
0: that'll happen. so
1: what? Like, what does this even do? Like, so <laughs> basically, you have an election, and then we just vote the same people back in. Like, I don't, I don't get it. We're just like you might have a few pre-selection battles in a few, a <laughs> uh, few seats, but like
0: we're gonna have new elections, and we have major political parties that are funded and have organisational roots around yeah. the country. Nothing's and gonna change. And, and people will vote for one form of them and, and they'll it. go back to the parliaments. And what yeah. do we have to have another silent protest to remove that lot now? I think we do. So this is basically Karen's idea for a trigger for a double dissolution, is that she wants the ability to, <laughs> to dissolve parliaments as she sees fits with these silent protests.
1: Just because she just wants to do that for just a casual weekend. So basically, to give you an idea, this is great because she isn't even going to be part of this government. She's not even running. <laughs> no, no. like. It's just see, a this weird to way to
0: spend the day. Tr- trigger uh, double dissolution elections in in this country and 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 and, and the states, yes, and, and New Zealand, of course, have just had an election, they'll be upset. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be upset that they're going to go back.
1: Yeah, it's just ridiculous.
0: I mean, uh, so on. you can see why the cops <clears throat> don't give a fuck about subsidies so for a rule, but because they're idiots, they are idiots. And Karen, Karen's a special. She yeah. really is. She's uh, she is uh, the most bumbling of bumbling fools, and this yeah. plan is incredible. Incredibly stupid and bound The only thing it is good at is being hilarious. Top work. Karen the Comedian. We'll keep an eye on you, Karen, because you are <laughs> very funny. A much <laughs> less funny crew of dangerous soft are uh, the guys behind the Nightcap Village. going to tell us about that. It's a giant chunk of land worth millions of bucks, uh, which is one development application away from becoming a utopian paradise for hippies and lunatics alike. And plots cost about 300k piece, with never-ending excuses as to why the plots are inaccessible thrown in for free. Yeah, it's
1: just never-ending excuses for why you can't occupy the space you paid for mm. so look I nice personally camp. love the idea of a good commune I think getting a big old block of land going off the radar living off the land with some like-minded friends is a pretty beautiful idea I mean yeah. venison's delicious I love rifles life is great it
0: be dirty I wouldn't feel comfortable I'd never be able to get comfortable in a commune
1: well if you yeah, make a good one even if I one. had my
0: own yurt and I could just kick back <laughs> in my own yurt and just sort of ignore what was going on around me I'd still find it uncomfortable comfortable. Anyway, I like you go it, on, Joe.
1: Th- the thing is, mate, like, basically, I still will be pretty keen to visit a hospital if I find a lump somewhere. So, you know, <laughs> I'll still be sending semi-regular yeah, tax returns. Don't turn
0: your back the whole thing. Yeah, like, you <laughs> don't, know, don't, there's, go, there's don't go all the way off grid. Society is... Back still mm.
1: kind of okay. So, you know, I do that. But getting out of the rat race is pretty appealing. And sadly, when it comes to yeah, sovereign citizens,
0: people do it all the
1: time. they don't really like laws. They're not big on laws. And that really clashes with law enforcement because they really like laws. So there's a real, like there's a quandary there. Mm. It's tricky. Now, night, nightcap is a very complex story and we're not going to go into it here. But a backbone to the project is that once the village is established, they plan not to follow Australian law. What? They've given blocks of land to local Aboriginal elders and they're claiming sovereignty under this completely made up kind of indigenous law oh so it's it's got fucking red flags all over it now the brains behind this element of the project Mark Murtry is a subset from way back who runs the OSTF the original sovereign Tri- tribal federation it's a subset group and while sovereignty was absolutely never ceded and believe me I'm not fucking saying that it was the idea of casually buying a block of land and claiming that it's under a so-called tribal legal system their words not mine mm-hmm. is just not how this fucking works and no. of course you can tell the OSTF are so legit because they're aligned with Rod Cullerton and the Great Australian Party. Cullerton, if you didn't remember already, was a senator for Pauline Hanson's One Nation Party. Yeah, briefly. It's just such, but you know, they're not exactly the best friends <laughs> to First Nations people. One fucking nation. Well,
0: he was elected as a senator as a representative of Paul Hanson's One Nation party. As soon as he got into the Senate, had yeah. one meeting with Pauline Hanson, that was the end of that. And, yeah. he ran, and he stayed basically as an independent. But he's certainly been sniffing around One Nation who have had some harsh fears about our Indigenous brothers and sisters. So that oh, is a bit odd, no isn't they just, it?
1: They'll get in bed with fucking anyone if it serves their purposes. And, like, also it must be said that white people can just casually buy into this whole thing. So you've got this whole, like, sovereign uh, tribal thing going on. But if you've got money, you're also tribal. Great. Good stuff. Max Egan a it from way back. If you know him, you have red lights flashing in your head right now. He's been given a plot of land there too. Why? Why? Where Max goes trouble follows, and there is something very sketchy about him getting a block. So, the YouTube channel Not A Real Name, which also is a bit sketchy, so take this with a grain of salt, claims to have been an investor in the plan, which Nightcap Phoenix from, which is a Bulla Bulla project, the basis for the current affair thing, all that sort of stuff. She claims to have overheard the leaders of the village bragging about having fully automatic weapons, including AK-47s. Great. What could possibly go wrong there? So, her YouTube videos are long and full of fairly boring spreadsheet analysis, but they're in incredibly detailed takedowns of what is a pretty sketchy land sharing plan which may or may not be full of guns. So a big block of land, a commune that claims to exist under its own made-up law structure, what could possibly go wrong? Thank fuck they never got their DA through. Jesus Christ.
0: A uh, good friend of the podcast, Ref Fernandez, has spoken openly about starting a commune, another yurt boy, yep. which would be self-sufficient to the point of having their own school system. Ugh. You know, cult vibes there.
1: Yep, yep, yep. LSL Zone, who is a wannabe influencer yep. type, who claims her Botox frozen face is the result of a vaccine injury. Uh, Okay, cool. Yeah, show me the paperwork. Is also plotting a plot. (laughs) Before putting any serious thought into it, she's of course starting to ask for money straight off the bat. Oh yeah, need money to plot. Not only has she thrown her hand out for money, but she's also adding that a generous return on investment is forecasted. So it's a profitable business venture too, which (laughs) makes it even more fucking sketchy. She calls it the Plan B Project. And it's this utopian commune peppered with these amazing self-serving messages of profit and returns like I like the idea of getting off grid I like the idea of uh, self-sustaining communes but of course I also mm. want to make a good return on investment as well like yeah. what the fuck so for
0: every every utopian commune you, know, you want there's a Jonestown lingering in the background Isn't and this has just- got a real Jonestown <laughs> vibe
1: for mine it really really does it really really does
0: <laughs> yeah don't drink the cordial her sales pitch includes messaging about doomsday scenarios and unsurprisingly her is full of alarmist messaging. You can either move there because you want to live with like-minded people or you have been so completely terrified by the things you read on her Telegram chat, you'll feel it's the only way to survive the inevitable looming apocalypse. I don't know. It seems a bit off to me. Yeah, just a touch. But in other weird parts of the internet, and on a much lighter note, we have a little group of nobodies called the common sense extremists. Uh, And this was brought to our attention by our crack team of researchers, Sandy and Sharon. The best. We found this niche little example of seditious behaviour with a Telegram post that states, People, things have changed rapidly since July 24th. A couple of weeks ago now. The governments are in full panic and battle mode. I believe this now requires an urgent and immediate response. We are quite literally in a war and the freedom of everyone we know and love is at its stake. It's time to rise. Fucking dramatic. The time has come to take over government HQs around the country. What are they, parliaments? Can yeah, can't spell Parliament. So, so vague. Around the country. This needs to happen. ASAP as soon as we can guarantee massive numbers in the streets. Oh, there's a, there's a little caveat there. We walk in <laughs> and take over, holding all staff in. What, what, what are you going to hit on the staff for, pal? Yeah, it's holding positive. all staff inside hostage until the governments in each state resigns or are illegally dismissed. <laughs> we don't have weeks. We have days. Spread the word if you're on board. Now, that was probably some days ago. So, yep. uh, you know, let's uh, hope that's all working out for him now. Yeah, maybe
1: but you need to extend the deadline two weeks because days, days have passed. They're walking
0: in, and. they? They're, ta- they're walking in, they're taking over. They just need you know, more people than just him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, you need to have some sort of force field for the uh, machine guns uh, that are <laughs> going to be uh, trained on you uh, if you do this, you fucking moron. So, look, just for some context, at the time of recording, about 50 people had seen this message on Telegram. So this isn't a big group by any means. Right. But, you know, yeah, this is very marks. incendiary language. So we've got Karen over there pushing ridiculous <laughs> August 31 plans that no one gives a shit about. But then you've got our friend <laughs> the here. Silent,
0: the silent coup d'etat. Yes, go on.
1: Exactly. And then you've got our mate Steve Marr, who yeah. like, this is seriously strong language. Holding staff hostage is taking things up a notch. Yeah. Like, that is law enforcement red flags. Oh
0: you know, they're just workers, mate. What, what do you want to abduct people for? Yeah, what a prick. So,
1: like, I can't take this seriously, and the reason why is because most of his messages are for a GoFundMe. Oh, uh, yet another fucking grift, a class-action yeah, lawsuit to take uh, on public health measures during the I pandemic. I would
0: never have guessed that, job. but oh, yeah, go on, yeah.
1: Who would have thought? So he's yeah. looking for $2.5 million, but he's cruising around 1250
0: at the moment. So he's so got $1,250, and he's, 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 his ultimate objective is $2.5 million. Yep. He doesn't plan you know, I mean, he doesn't think small, does he? Yeah. He's
1: fallen short so far, but who knows? Yeah, a bit Future's bright. So he started sniffing <laughs> around Nathan Buckley's Facebook thread offering to join forces in fundraising because, you know, Nathan Buckley's a bit, a bit better at it. There is the sort of trail mix of sovereign citizens I'm seeing right now <laughs> that sort of stand out from the crowd. That's just, just a sample of the absurdity that's becoming a true new normal for alarming amount of people. Normies who have just taken up arms to just join these just weird groups. And while violence is clearly a last resort for anyone who's trying to make a point like this the belief that they're on God's side the law is actually whatever they really want it to be they just make it up as they go and that they will be hailed as heroes in the fight of good versus
0: evil and you do have this you know basically this Travis Bickle type scenario um, where you've got someone who wants to make a name for themselves
1: yeah that's it and they'll think they'll be hailed as heroes in the street because the only people Mm -hmm. they listen to are on fucking telegram in the meantime though we see a series of organized groups that are replicating the techniques used by a in the USA forms of paper terrorism and petty vandalism this is mm-hmm. bread and butter for subsets over there. We're starting to see that here. So you've got when Banjo Patterson was arrested, flooding police stations with these welfare sure. check phone calls. And then they're starting to do that every time someone gets arrested. Police stations have to take their phone off the hook because these assholes just keep on calling them and you, people can't contact their local police as a result. That's insane. Then you've got these letters en masse sent to political and, 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 and public officers, just absolutely causing havoc by having these floods of letters jamming up staff and just causing problems you've got people putting caveats on properties to inflict personal revenge on judges and politicians
0: yes I've and, heard that
1: and of course just like the SPC protest these assholes are just going to the shops and just damaging food from brands they don't like mm. this is a form of terrorism it's called paper terrorism but it's fucking terrorism it it, it just all leads to the same sort of shit it's mm. organised groups whose main objectives besides stroking each other's egos and chasing clout is to just
0: cause trouble for society the categories of self-sick groups are generally this Christian militia Bizarre lone wolves, mad hippies, and Steve the loser. (laughs) You have the peacemakers who went off grid to make plans we aren't meant to see with serious money coming in through donations and a terrifying righteous fury aimed at cops. We have Karen Brewer, who's a fucking idiot, with a plan that literally makes no sense that nobody is going to actually turn up to. Can't wait, Karen. You have the hippies turned turned land barons, people looking to make a commune uh, for like-minded people in their own yurts, with the casual caveat (laughs) that they will be operating outside of Australian law. Doing this has absolutely never ended well. Starting a micronation is cute, unless you're well-financed and well-armed and then you know it's uh, well, it sounds like it's a lot more than about the stamps Job.
1: Yes, yes, it, it really turn is. Turn
0: into a siege yep,
1: job. Yeah, it's fucking inevitable. And then, of course, you just have Steve. Steve is gonna take the staff hostage, but only if you donate to his class <laughs> action, go fund me. I mean, honestly, there are mm. so many Steves out there. People are just chasing clout but never catching it. These idiots who just never really find any traction. But as you can see from Steve over here, when no one pays him attention, he just ups the ante yep. until someone does, which is rips probably gonna
0: the, be the federal police. Rips it in the top gear. So when the RP say there's no tangible threat of violence. They are only half right. Most of the idiots that inhabit this space couldn't stage an uprising with a nuclear briefcase. They are fucking idiots, misfits and often delusional lunatics who validate their bizarre inner ramblings with bored idiots on the internet who want to live in a spy thriller. And while most of them are fucking idiots indeed, it only takes one to flip the script, change the pace, and blow something up. We've always had right-wing groups and extremists, but they've always been out in the fringe and knew to stay there. Soft suits are different. These people think they're backed by the law and doing the work of God, which makes them a little bit more concerning in our humble opinions, listeners. And we're going to park that all there because it's time to jump into the turbocharged Monaro of the anti-vax movement and see what sort of week he's had. It's always been huge. How huge is it this week? It's the week in Pete Evans. (music)
1: It has been a huge week in Pete Evans, with our mate coming back from the accountant and feeling a little bit sore. So mm. uh, TJ slugged him with the eighty thousand dollars fine, having to delete the various lines of supplements and health gear from his website with those ridiculous fake claims. As oh, a result no. of the TJ's stern warning to stop doing that, and after he's had to sell his Evolve Health Lab for undercross price, Pete's done the math, and it's not looking good. Uh-oh. It's an Excel spreadsheet full of minus figures and little red numbers. No good. No red good numbers. All. Yeah, red. Very sad. Scary yeah, they're, numbers. They're the worst kind. So, the Evolve website probably has about 10 subscribers and he can't sell books anymore. People have realized that the term Ricky sells in capsules at $60 a bottle is the same yellow shit you get for $2 a bag at Woolies. And it's just it's just not good news all around. Economically <laughs> speaking, Pete has seen better days. Yeah. But he's still a celebrity. that's yes, got value. Is. That's got yes, value. He is. And while his reputation is in fucking tatters from the Holocaust denial and casual neo-Nazi assertions, people still love a celebrity. They do. And and he's still one of them. He is. He's still one of them. He is, for better or worse. So he's gone and signed up for Cameo. What's what's
0: Cameo, Joe? What is
1: it? Basically, what you do is you pay... X amount of dollars, and mm-hmm. you get a celebrity to say stuff that you want them to say. It might be like a birthday shout-out. birthday
0: out. to Joel, that Basically, sort of thing. Basically,
1: yeah, Gilbert Gottfried right. does them for about 300 bucks. And I've always wanted to get my friend Isaac one because uh, he loves Gilbert Gottfried, and 300 bucks is so much money. So for a casual 50 bucks, not the 300 US that <laughs> Gottfried's just asking. Fitty. Just 50, just 50. Apparently fifty bucks. I actually did. I didn't see the fifty dollar number. That's a second hand report. But uh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, we're not he's still sure setting about up that, his profile. We?
0: Yeah, yeah. Be- because it is, you know, that's that's it bottom, really is. Uh, right. It's yeah, that-
1: basically the lowest one you pay yeah. for. So our hero and cult leader Pete Evans, he will give you a shout out in video form. If you, you know, pay him. It's a yeah. fucking degrading move. I mean, Pete's the kind of guy that wouldn't get out of bed for a thousand bucks, but
0: times are rough. I mean... Gotta get out of bed now for a pineapple.
1: Even Hay House thinks he's a bit too much for Nazi to be on the cover of a book written by a yeah, notorious anti-vaxxer. That, that is a fall sad. from grace. That is so fast. It's made his bunnings cap fall off, and here he is doing vox pops and birthday messages for his fawning cult members at about fifty bucks a pop. But where is the line? This is the big question. Because what will Pete save fifty bucks? Can we get the idiot to endorse the vaccine? Probably not. I, I imagine he'd knock that back. But will he tell us the real history of Germany for a quick pineapple? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's an easy Enough. one to rip. Riff- he knows yeah. it. He certainly
0: knows it. He got that history. He got the real history. Yeah, Yeah. he
1: studied. He studied. He's done his research. So Pete's about to have his medal tested once again when he realizes that ninety-nine percent of the requests are going to be calling him a Nazi and trying to trick him into saying something stupid. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of that. It's. It is. It's. And being Pete is hard. It's not fun, and it kind of sucks it yeah. kind of sucks but the thing is grass fed salmon doesn't pay for itself <laughs> and he's not one to work hard so this is kind of no, what has to be like he's not going to go that. and get a job imagine Pete the <laughs> landscaper it'd be great clearly the next stage in degrading career regression is to become a celebrity sex worker offering wildly expensive tantric sex getaways where a lucky winner can spend the weekend rooting Pete over a nice low carb salad because I just don't know what else he's got left and he's like he's it's got a good bills idea. to pay it's a
0: good idea Joe I mean well, I hope he's, hope he's listening in because there is there's a business opportunity right there
1: there is money in it there is absolutely money in it and this is the thing you know like Pete's not a big worker so he loves residual income but (laughs) all his residual income streams have dried up so for now it's cameo sports but who knows what's next all I know is it's a sign that poor old paleo panzer tank Pete is clearly struggling to make ends meet now Pete's never liked the peasantry much so it's gonna hurt all the more when he joins their ranks
0: and you have been listening to the condition release program with your host Jack the insider on Joel Hill if you haven't already hit the the subscribe button. And if you enjoyed our bullshit, throw us a five star review on your podcast app.
1: Jack, have you found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Crunchy Moses with a K. We've set up a Facebook page you can find fairly easily. Now promoting a podcast is easier said than done, and I must say some of you must be doing this because our numbers are fucking going up. But if you would share this episode, there's never enough. We want to reach ears, so please share this episode with your friends, family, randoms. Ten points if you post on the Ozpol Nuffy Room because I can't do it. It's fucking embarrassing. You can't do it yourself. All right,
0: Joel you can stop the begging. Not good for your soul. And finally. <laughs> All feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if you're forwarding us yet another annoying flyer about August 31st. Fuck off, Garen. We aren't going to your weird silent protest.
1: I'm sorry, tempted to go, but that's a whole other story. See you it later.
0: It will be funny. See <laughs> Thanks, you. Thanks, See Lister. you listeners. See you then.